welcome into the What's Up Peoria podcast. I am your host, Nathaniel Washburn, coming to you from the main library here in downtown Peoria. I'm excited to be back on the microphone with you for this podcast. We took a week off for Thanksgiving and I hope everybody had a wonderful holiday weekend and Thanksgiving. I know I did. I had a chance to spend time with family and uh, put up some holiday uh, lights and things around the house. So hopefully you did the same, Uh, but we are back. We are ready to roll and we are into December, uh, which is just crazy. Time is flying by, but we have a lot of very, very cool things coming up. And I want to introduce Robert Sanders. Robert, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing well on this beautiful morning. Awesome. Robert is the regional director of the Lutheran Social Services. And uh, what Lutheran Social Services is, is a a phenomenal nonprofit that really focuses on helping the community. Um, Today, we're going to chat with Robert about uh, this time of year, obviously, uh, we, we really want to focus on giving back, and we're going to discuss uh, homeless services and what people can do to help out in the community, and Robert's going to help us do that. So, Robert, we'll come back to you in just one second, uh, but before we jump into talk with Robert, I want to let everybody know about the upcoming events in December, and there are quite a few, so I'm going to jump right in, starting with the West Valley Art Museum. Uh, they are hosting a free winter exhibit called Fantasy and Wonder, uh, the art of myth, magic, and fairy tale. And this goes through February 8th, 20. 23 so it's going to be out there for a while but this is a really really cool thing and if you haven't been to the west valley art museum it is actually right here on our main campus in city hall also uh on december 3rd which is tomorrow you could take your family out to park west from 11 30 to 4 30 and uh what's really cool about that is it's going to be a holiday uh a holiday ex- extravaganza santa's going to be out there handing out mini treats uh there's going to be a ton of things to do out there so make sure you make your your, your way out to park west uh tomorrow from 11 30 to 4 30. uh also something coming up that uh the library is partnering partnering with which we're really excited is the fir tree uh, hans christian anderson's holiday fable and this is presented by theater works and it's going to be right here again uh on our main campus at the amphitheater right in the back side of uh, our city hall and the performances are scheduled december 3rd december 10th and december 17th so that's three saturdays in a row and they all start at 11 o'clock and that's at centennial park amphitheater Uh, and as i said that's right on the back side of city hall so it's a a great little venue there uh, to be able to come and check out Uh, saturday morning what a great time to get out with the family and three opportunities again december 3rd december 10th and december 17th to get out there and enjoy some holiday fun there's going to be crafts activities the library is going to be there we're excited to be a part of this and we're excited to be partnering up with uh, theater works with this Uh, the next thing i've talked about a little bit uh, already but i want to bring it up again is our old holiday festival that happens uh, in conjunction with second saturdays that's coming up december 10th from five to nine and that is huge if you haven't been out there you definitely want to check this out it is a huge event that really encompasses a lot of the downtown area osuna park the the pcpa all of that area downtown uh it's really really great there's tons of things to do with the family there's gonna be tons of vendors out there you can get some some Christmas and holiday shopping done. So make sure you check that out. 
Uh, and the last thing I want to talk about is another thing I've brought up on uh, past uh, episodes, but I do want to remind everybody, we are in the middle, or we just started, excuse me, our winter reading program at the library. And this is a great time uh, of year for kids to pick up those books, read 20 minutes a day. That's what we're asking for. Uh, kids, teens, adults, all everyone can get involved and do this together. Um, as a family, uh, you can win prizes and more than anything you are reading. And that's really what we're hoping, especially uh, with those few weeks off when the kids are not in school. We want them reading uh, 20 minutes a day. Uh, you can come to the library, check out tons of books for them to read, check out a book for yourself to read. We want to make sure that we're keeping these kids active and that we are keeping them reading during the break. So as I said, December is a packed month, tons going on, uh, very, very cool stuff. Um, and this last few months have been awesome. There's been so many things going on. I, I actually went out to the first ever Peoria Art and Wine Festival. Uh, I went and checked that out, and I got to tell you, it was a blast. Saw a lot of people that I knew, hung out with my family, and shifting gears, I want to bring Robert back in. Robert, thanks so much for being here with us today. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you, Nathaniel. Thank you for having me this morning. Absolutely. And Robert, I want to talk a little bit about Lutheran Social Services because the tremendous work that you all do in giving back to the community and making sure that we're, we're taking care of where we live and, and taking care of the people that live in our community. Tell us a little bit about Lutheran Social Services, uh, just your mission and, and what it is that you all do our mission at Lutheran Social Services is to stabilize people during crisis and transition, build a foundation where people can thrive, and preserve dignity and respect for the most vulnerable. And we do that uh, throughout the state of Arizona. We have four divisions within Lutheran Social Services. We have aging and disability services where we provide in-home care, personal shopping, housework and cooking, family caregiver support, and uh, meals on wheels. Uh, in our children and family services area, we have adoption and foster care services, family resource centers, parent aid, and supervised visitation. Uh, refugee and immigration services include refugee resettlement, asylum reception and welcome, women's empowerment, and K-12 refugee education services and our last department is uh, actually the one that I oversee and it's called emergency services and within emergency services we have several food pantries we uh, also do disaster services oh, wow. we were one of the agencies within Arizona that provided disaster services for Hurricane Katrina. Oh, okay. We've also have uh, provided support for floods in Black Canyon City, also down in Tonto Basin. And our uh, our role in disaster is primarily long-term uh, disaster care. We go in after the Red Cross and after some other agency, and we're usually in that community for up to at least a year providing services to the community. We also provide rent and utility assistance wow. throughout the uh, greater Phoenix area. Last year, we were one of the agencies that received a sub-grant 
through wildfire to provide uh, rental and utility assistance to city of Phoenix residents. We received over $4 million to provide that service. Wow, that that is unbelievable. You guys are, are doing uh, a ton uh, to give back to the community and to help those who need it the most. And and uh, we're excited, um, Robert, because the Peoria Libraries are partnering with Lutheran Social Services uh, during the holiday season to help provide items to uh, people who may be going without during the holiday season. Now, again, we want everybody to be giving all year long. We want everybody to... Uh, be out there giving back. But as we all know, during the holidays, uh, this is a tough time of year for a lot of folks. This is a, a hard time of year for a lot of folks, Robert. And um, one of the things that we're helping with is what's called iHelp. Um, and can you tell our listeners a little bit about iHelp and uh, what what that does for for the community and, and the people who are who are needing assistance in the community? You know, I'm I'm really excited about my job, Nathaniel. <laughs> That's all good. of it. But That's good. I tell you, iHelp is one of those programs that really touches your heart, and we uh, it is a community based program. The program was actually started initially in Monterey, California. And uh, here in the Valley, Tempe, the city of Tempe, actually started the program. And then a few years later, Lutheran Social Services, we started the I Help model in the city of Mesa. Now, the model is where uh, churches actually open their doors to the unhoused. Okay. Uh, for example, they will um, give us a room that may be big enough to accommodate 15 to 20 individuals. And mats or cots are actually put it placed in that room. Oh, and, okay. And and so uh, and then in in addition to uh, the the space from the churches, we provide case management. So we bring a case manager in, and uh, nightly the individual will meet with that case manager. And our help is a ninety day program. And this is a program that's not for every every person that's unhoused. We interview the individual to make sure that they will they are willing to come into the program. They're committed to try to move forward within that ninety day time frame. They're committed to the procedures that we have in place, and they're going to work with that case manager to move toward uh, becoming suffer- sufficient again. And we have, as I was telling you before the show, we have about 50 partners throughout the valley that uh, help with this particular program. Again, as I said, this is a community. It takes the community right. uh, to do this. We've taken the lead in Lutheran Social Service. But some of our partners that we have is uh, ASU. Uh, we have U of A that comes in and do. Uh, they do uh, nutritional um, classes. The oh, show okay. the guests. So, so they're talking to people about, hey, what's, you know, this is what you need to be eating. This is the best. Is that kind of where, where it, we talk about it, nutrition it classes? Is, it is. And, That's awesome. And uh, not only does that help the guests that are in the program, but it also helps the volunteers because at most of the churches, there are volunteers that will provide a meal while they're there uh, at, the, at the church. And just so many. The list goes on. St. Joseph, the worker. We have partnership with CAS. In the Glendale area. But we started in Mesa. uh, You know, in in Mesa, we could accommodate up to 25 women. 
in Mesa. But about five years later, we we moved the program to Avondale. Uh, the city of Avondale, some churches were uh, looking to uh, come together, and they asked for our leadership in that. So we got the Avondale I help up and running. And then uh, in 2019, we actually worked with the city of Surprise to start an I help in the city of Surprise. Last year, the city of Peoria actually council approved the budget for us to work here in Peoria, right? As well, and and I'll talk about that a little bit later. But sure. And uh, Glendale, we actually started in Glendale uh, around August of this year. So we we have the program operating in uh, in Glendale, and uh, about two months ago, the City Council of Phoenix approved the budget. Wow. So at the start of the year, we're going to be hitting the ground running and yeah. reaching out to churches. In Phoenix, and you guys have really expanded into the West Valley with Surprise, Peoria, Glen. I mean, those are the big cities. Avondale. I mean, that's really, really great to be able to expand those services west. Um, as we see, obviously, there's a need for it, and we need to be doing everything we can within the community to help. That that's so true. And the and the other thing is that the cities that we have added, they've taken notice. They've seen right. that this is a very productive uh, program. It's a program where individuals can come in and they can really focus on what they need to do. Our numbers, uh, you know, we, we in Mesa, where our max is about 25. In the West Valley, you know, our max is probably up to about 15. And I think keeping the numbers somewhat low, is, it help, really helps. Uh, the program now we can expand that if we if we need to well and i think what's amazing about this program is is what you said it's a program this is a this is something that uh you 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 put people in a position to get better in their life situation um and it takes a commitment on both sides, right? It's a commitment yeah. on the Lutheran Social Services side and the volunteers, but it's a commitment from the, the the person or the people that may need assistance. And and I really appreciate that because I think it it it, it really goes to building confidence in somebody, building somebody up, and that's what we should be doing is building people up, especially those who need help. Uh, uh, you hit the nail on the head, and I think that's why we have such a buy-in from the community. Right. They see that we have folks in the program that are committed, and we definitely have staff and volunteers that are committed. But one of the things that I, I always mention when I go out and speak about the program is how the connection with the volunteers are to the individuals. When they go into the churches, they're able to connect with someone, with the volunteers that can see them as a a person a human yeah they're right? not looking at you know they don't even we we try to stay away from the word homeless right you know we try as much as we can but when they get there and they they're able to share their story with the volunteer and we find out this is a person that has a life that has a child that has a mother right that had uh, had a career yeah you know, we met so many interesting people i was talking to one of the ladies in the program a few years ago, and I found out she had played in the U.S. Open. You know? oh, and we've wow. had folks that have come here that had jobs. So, you know, one young lady had a job with Southwest Airlines, and she got here and something happened, and 
you know, and she ended up homeless. We had it. I can remember another young lady that came here to go to ASU and something happened unexpected and she ended up in our program and that goes on and on. We have folks in the program at all levels of, you know, master degrees, bachelor's degrees, you know, and, and I would say, you know, to anyone that, uh, Get to know the person. I love that. I think yeah. that's it, Robert. I, to me, that's really what it comes down to is that there's tons of these stories of of people out there, and we all have bad luck and, and hard luck in our lives. Some people get hit harder than others. And like you said, there's people who have who have master's degrees and doctorates who they, they, they hit a tough time in their life, right? That, that's so true. And you get to know them, and you get to understand their situation, and a lot of those barriers, a lot of those 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 uh, d- the judgments that we make, they just fade away, right? They just that, fade that, away. That's so true. Recently, we had a lady from Sun City. Uh, her husband passed, and due to un- unforeseen circumstances, she ended up in the program. But now she's self-sufficient, you know, back in her own place. And uh, we see those stories from time to time. Sure. Our, another dear lady... Uh, uh, was uh, her rent went up. The, rate, the landlord raised the rent, and she wasn't able to afford it, and she ended up on the streets, and someone told her about I help. But one thing that stood up is just the fear that she had right. while she was out there, you know, and she found a safe space to be at. But when they come into our program, one, the self-esteem just goes through the roof with right. that. Right, and that's you know? a big part of it right it, it, there. It really yeah. is. Because really. sometimes we see people that are on the streets, they're depressed and different things, but that wasn't always the case, you know. I, yeah. can't, I can't imagine myself being out there. Just think how depressing that would be. And, it well, would- and also, the, um, I think, too, the, the confidence, and I think people get ashamed. They, they don't want to ask for help because, especially if they were at a point in their life where they were self-sufficient, right? Yeah. And they become, I don't want to ask for help, right? And so they, they need that confidence builder. I think that's fantastic. That's so so true because we've heard of folks that had their own business, right? had a big bank account, one medical issue, and, you know, uh, there goes, they got wiped out. They yep. wiped out, yeah. that's a, it's, the, And we see that a lot with medical issues, right? A medical issue, um, if you if you don't have the right insurance, those medical issues can wipe you out financially. And uh, it's scary. It's very scary. Yeah. And, and to be able to have a, a nonprofit like Lutheran Social Services out there that's expanding and that and, and truly believes in what you're doing. And you had mentioned volunteers before. How many volunteers uh, do you all have? Well, within just within iHelp, we have well over 200 volunteers. Wow. And I had, a, I had an opportunity to be at an event yesterday in Sun City. We had a, a monthly meeting with our uh, volunteer in that area. And it was just an honor and privilege just to stand up there and give them a heartfelt thank you. Because we couldn't do this work without sure. without the uh, dynamic volunteers that we have. If somebody wanted to get involved in in volunteering, is there a way to do that? If if we had people that are listening to this and say, you know what, this is a such a worthy cause, what can I do to help? Where can they go? Well, we they can go to our website, uh, lsmaz dot org, and on there we have a link to our volunteer uh, and volunteer opportunity. It will list. Uh, all of the opportunities that are available 
Uh, for example, in our iHelp program right now, we have meal drop-off. Oh, know? yeah, Meals we on Wheels. Meal, you said that. Yeah. yeah. We also have meal teams that will come in and prepare the meals and bring it in. And if they choose to have dinner with the guests, they can do that. We wow. have overnight monitors. If someone wants to say, hey, I want to just stay here overnight and be a monitor. Laundry is one big one. Oh, someone yeah. says, I just want to do the laundry. That means so much. Van drivers. And also intake specialists that will help with the intake uh, when they when they come. But you can also see a list of opportunities for all of our programs. You know, if you go there to the website, that's that's fantastic. And and I'm excited because our Peoria libraries have teamed up uh, with with uh, Lutheran Social Services to help collect some things. I believe is that correct? Where we're we're helping to collect these these items that people may need. That, that is correct, and we certainly appreciate the, the partnership that we have with y'all, and it will it, it will make a tremendous difference. And, and that's our goal. We really want to give back. And so for those of you out there that maybe uh, maybe you don't have time to volunteer or maybe you work and you're like, hey, I, I would love to volunteer, but I just can't. I got to work. I got kids. I, got, I, I, we, I definitely hear you. There are other ways that you can give back. And um, with iHelp uh, and um, Lutheran Social Services and, and the Peoria Libraries, you can give back by giving things like uh, plastic flip-flops for, for showering, right? That was yeah. one of the things that's on the list. Laundry detergent, toiletries, toothbrush, toothpaste, deodorant, just things that I think a lot of us take for granted on a normal day, right? Something yeah. like a, a shower gel, um, meal supplies. Uh, if you have cleaning supplies, disinfectant, anything like that, that you can you can help and bring in. It's the I think sometimes Robert, it's the little things that people forget that we all kind of just like I said take for granted, like deodorant, right? You and I both put on deodorant that, today, so and we true. didn't think twice about it. Um, but there's a lot of people that don't have access to it. So so true, so true, and. Like, like you said, just those little things, you know, whatever item it may be, uh, you know, even the volunteer opportunities. As I was speaking yesterday, we had our volunteers introduce themselves, and someone would get up, hey, I'm the laundry person. I'm oh. the guy. <laughs> and I was thinking, you know, each of those duties are so, so very important because without any of them, it, it, would, it would make a difference difference you know a negative difference yeah and it's like you take one of the cogs out of the wheel and the wheel doesn't work right so it's the it's the person who's willing to come in and do the laundry the person that's willing to do the meal prep you had mentioned before which i think to eat dinner or to sit down and have a dinner is that what you had said did i read did i hear you right when you said that yeah yeah i mean uh, so you can sit down and have dinner because i think another thing that people take for granted is just conversation right just human interaction that we all have during the day you have it we're having it right now right and we have it at our jobs but people who may may be um in a situation where they they don't have security they don't have that that place that secure place to go to they also may be missing out on that human interaction absolutely and when i'm talking to i guess that's the the feedback that I get quite a bit. I bet just how uh, how much of a difference it made for someone just to sit down and have that conversation to them, to get to know them, to get to realize that I'm a person full of knowledge. I'm a person that used to have a career. I'm a person that still have have goals and ambitions in life. So it means so much to have that. So we really look forward when we have those 
individuals that are willing to come in and maybe bring a meal and take the time. And even within, within the churches, there are a lot of church, churches that sure. the volunteer group would make the meals and take time to have meals with the uh, have dinner with the with the guests as well. That's a, that's amazing, and I, I think you said it, it. You said it a few times, and I think it's, it's worth repeating. I'm a person. Remember that I'm a person like you. Uh, sitting down and having a conversation is is so important to mental health. Um, sitting down and having somebody listen to you is so important to mental health. And this time of year, as I said, it's just, while a lot of people, this is a fantastic time of year. We all love the holidays, but for some people, it's a tough time of year. And if they don't have that human interaction, uh, it can it can affect mental health for sure. It, it really does. You know, I'm, I think most of us, if we think about it just walking into a room you know where other people are it seems a little awkward sometimes you're there and no one comes up to greet you right you know and you're just standing there uh so uh, i i think if we just think about our own experience and then think about someone who's out on the streets daily yes and so that that just emphasizes how important that human uh, interaction is the human element, right? It yeah. is very important. Well, Robert, uh, again, I want to thank you so much for coming out. Um, you had mentioned if somebody wants to get involved, where they can go. Let me ask you this: If there is somebody who needs help, if somebody uh, needs to, and whether it's getting in the program or just being directed to the right place to get the right type of help, where can they go? Yes, if there's someone that needs help out there, they can call. Uh, our number at 480-654-4539. And that number will uh, get them in touch uh, with an intake person. Uh, we'll call and uh, interview them. And uh, so f- once again, that's 480-654-4539. All right. So if you uh, know somebody who, who may need assistance, uh, if you yourself are listening to this podcast and you need assistance, call that number. Uh, if you want to get involved and help, and again, not just during the holiday season, but long term into the into next year, um, make sure you go to the website. Uh, Robert, could you give us that website one more time? That website is LSMAZ. Dot org. All right. So make sure you head over there. Check that out for some volunteer uh, opportunities. It's a chance for you to give back. Um, there's a chance for you to give back um, in partnering with uh, Lutheran Social Services. Peoria Libraries have an opportunity for you to help out. Uh, Robert, we are honored to be um, partnering with you. Um, I am so moved and impressed by what you all do. Um, it is a tremendous thing that you're doing. And, um, I really, really think that this program is fantastic. I'm excited to be a part of it and to help. And in hearing you talk about what's happening in the West Valley, I'm from the West Valley. Uh, I live here. Uh, I'm invested in this this community, and I want to do everything I can to help. And so thank you for all that you do, Robert. I really appreciate it. Nathaniel, thank you for having us today and this opportunity to share about the iHelp program. Now, I will also mention uh, quickly that yeah, please. we've been, um, we actually have been involved with the city of Peoria for quite some time, even before iHelp. We have provided utility and oh, rental okay. assistance to this area for many years. 
And so uh, right now we don't have rental assistance, but we do have utility assistance available. So if there's someone out there that needs help with your utility bill, call us up at that number, 480-654-4539. And many thanks to you. We're excited about this uh, collaboration uh, with the city of Peoria Library. Um, Robert, it is an honor. Uh, I want to thank you for being here again, and hopefully we can get you back out here. Um, I want to uh, thank Lutheran Social Services for all that they're doing, all the volunteers over there, all the work that they do. As always, get out there, get to some events, see what's happening in the city of Peoria. We have wonderful things going on. And until next time, this is What's Up Peoria. 